0: Good day, ladies. Rochelle here. Welcome to another episode of Unabashed You, the podcast where women talk about stuff. Unabashed You is women talking about stuff. It's a place where we can be uniquely ourselves without apology. We want to be wise, to know our worth, and to enjoy whimsy. Today we have with us Lauren, and I know you will appreciate her story. She is young in years, but when it comes to a healthy outlook on life amidst a challenging time, she's wise beyond her years. Today I have with me Lauren, and Lauren and I are related, and we don't get to see each other very often, but when we do, I have to tell you, it is very special. Her family is very special to us, and I'm very grateful that uh, she's in town and we get to spend a little time with her. So Lauren, we're just going to have a conversation. I thought it would be fun to kind of throw out some questions to get to know you. Absolutely. So what
1: three words would you use to best describe you? Oh, gosh. I would use the words positive, inquisitive, and, oh, man, communicative. (laughs) Yes. I totally agree with those. When you were a kid,
0: what did you want to be when you grew up?
1: Well, I wanted to be an astronaut when I was five, then I wanted to be an archaeologist when I was six, and I turned seven and I decided I wanted to be a doctor, and I still do. That's stuck. I love that.
0: And do you remember your first memory, sort of the first memory you have?
1: Oh my gosh. I think my first memory is at a young, young birthday party, and it was a Blue's Clues themed I'm not sure if that's even a thing anymore. I know what you're um, And I, we made blue-colored gloop out of, like, glue and cornstarch. I, I think that's probably my first memory. Oh, that is so
0: fun. it's such a positive first
1: memory. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, when you think of songs, movies, and TV shows, mm-hmm. instead of asking you, like, your favorite one, mm-hmm. because you may not have a favorite, one of your
1: top ten songs of all time. Oh, my gosh. Songs of All Time. Probably God's Not Done With You, which is newer one. Oh, nice.
0: And what about... And that's by... Tyron Walls. Yes. Mm -hmm. We got to see him last night. Okay. And one of your top movies, one of your top 10 movies
1: of all time? Oh, gosh. Movies are hard. I think probably The Book of Eli. I remember just being like enraptured when I figured out in the end that he was protecting the Bible all along. I want to see that movie. That's one of those ones I miss. And how about a TV show, favorite TV show maybe you had growing up or your
0: top 10 TV shows of all time, maybe now?
1: I'm a sucker for Grey's Anatomy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I,
0: that's a good one.
1: That yeah. is a good one. How does that show stay good
0: after all these years? I rumors? know. I, don't,
1: I couldn't tell you. Gosh.
0: All right. If you were stuck on an elevator, who would you ideally like to be stuck on an elevator with?
1: If I was stuck on an elevator, I would want to be stuck with my little brother, Clayton, who is 18, because he has not a care in the world. And I think he would sing to me while we waited for help. I love that. Yeah. Choosing your brother.
0: That's great. A random fact most people wouldn't know about you.
1: Okay, I have an attached frenulum, which is the little piece of skin that keeps your tongue um, in your mouth, so I can't stick my tongue out. So growing up, I had to bite instead of stick my tongue out.
0: <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. Wow,
0: okay. It's, it's an unattached? No, attached. it's attached.
1: Yeah. An attached
0: frenulum. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay,
0: we just yeah. learned something new today. Yeah. All right, something on your bucket list.
1: Oh man, that is a hard question to answer because I have a lot of... Well, just one of them. Yeah, on my bucket list is to go back to Nicaragua as a physician, hopefully one day, and be able to provide medicine for the kids that I was able to teach Sunday school to forever ago.
0: Mm,
1: Yeah. That's
0: beautiful. All right, so, oh, I have one last
1: one. Your Mm -hmm. greatest hope. My greatest hope is that all of my siblings find someone that they love and are excited about and find success in whatever way that that means to them.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Gosh, very, very giving, a very giving greatest hope. All right, Lauren, we've spent some time this week talking about some hard times within your family. I, I want you to feel safe to share what you feel comfortable with and that it's important that you are talking about you, Mm -hmm. and that makes you unabashed. Mm -hmm. So I've been very impressed with your perspective on the struggles with your family, and as you navigate this and go through this with your parents, with your siblings, I'm wondering what your takeaways are. What are you taking away Mm -hmm. from this experience?
1: Yeah, so just a Todd bit of background. I'm one of six kids um, and my parents have been married for over 30 years or just about 30 years, one or the other, um, and have been in the process of getting separated. And I'm 22 um, and I'm the second oldest of the six kids. So it's been wild to say the least. My biggest takeaways in all of this, I would say, are first and foremost to be just true, true to yourself, even if whatever you're experiencing isn't very pretty or miraculous. Or um, I think my family spent a lot of time pretending and I think in the end it, it damaged us a little bit. And um, God, we have a big God that can handle, mm-hmm. um, we've talked a bit about that, can handle mm-hmm. way more than we let him sometimes or way more than we Yeah, then we want to admit and just, yeah, to be transparent in where you're at in life, especially with the people who love you. I think we have this inherent drive or want to hide things from those people because you want to be put together for the people you love. And that just isn't human nature. So that's been the biggest takeaway. The other thing has been that, um, the other biggest takeaway for me has been that, um, We, I am not strong enough to do this on my own. I live my own screwed up human life and um, I have got to have got to just rely on God and trust Him even when it feels really hard, even when I'm angry with Him. And I've been really angry with Him in the last six months. But overall, He just continues to remind me, like, be still and know that I am God. And I just, yeah, I try try to every day decide today I'm going to give it to you because I can't do it on my own. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: As I said, I have been so impressed with the way that you're um, walking through this because it isn't easy and you weren't guaranteed easy, but you have really shown a level of of wisdom Mm -hmm. and maturity and really kept your, your own worth intact during this whole thing, which has been... Very inspiring to me, and I'm a lot older thank than you, you are, but it is very inspiring. All right, so thank you for sharing that. Yeah, we were talking about some thoughts that that we had about kind of God's plan versus <laughs> what God causes, what <laughs> God allows, and I I shared. And again, I want to be very clear here that I'm sharing my opinion Mm -hmm. that I am not speaking for God. I couldn't Mm -hmm. possibly speak for God, but I have for my own opinion on some of this. And I was sharing it with you and I was explaining or sharing that definitely God has plans. We know that, Mm -hmm. but there's a difference between what God has planned And what he knows, because he sees all and he knows the future. So he knows that people are going to make certain choices, certain things are going to go certain ways. And that's a knowing, but that's not necessarily a planning. Mm -hmm. So I certainly can't say which is the plan and which is just that he knew Mm -hmm. that that was happening. And then we also kind of paralleling that talked about, What God causes and what He allows. And I just feel for myself that God does not cause a lot of the things that people, some people attribute to Him. I think He allows a lot of things again because He knows they're going to happen and that He will make good. If we allow him to, he will make good out of those things. So, for example, I don't think God caused Mm -hmm. the struggles in your family at all or that your parents are separated. I don't think he caused that. I think he allowed it. I think he knows it's happening. And I think he's trying to meet you all where you're at within that and trying to love you through it and always recklessly pursuing us i love that song reckless love i mean he just will never stop pursuing us and i i love that and i hope and pray for each one of your family members to really be able to see Mm -hmm. how he is pursuing them and wanting to make good out of um, a very difficult situation a very painful situation and we also talked about how much beauty actually comes from suffering and from pain. I mean, when you think about what Christ did for us was suffering and painful, and yet it's one of the most beautiful things. In fact, in my mind, the greatest gift that God gave us was Christ. And the second greatest gift, again, in my opinion, is free will. He allows us to choose. We get to choose. He doesn't make us. He's a gentleman. He honors, he accepts our choices, and he allows us to, I don't want to say suffer the consequences because sometimes the consequences are amazing Mm -hmm. and they're beautiful, but it's cause and effect. There are results to what we choose. I'm wondering what your thoughts are on that since you Mm -hmm. and I have been talking about this the last few days.
1: Yeah, so I think there's a lot of moving pieces and I'll preface by saying that Yeah, I do not have the answers. I am so human, and that's a big thing that I continue to be reminded every time I do think I have the answers. Um, And this is, again, yeah, my 22-year-old perspective Mm -hmm. of just an impossible situation. But I think the thing that comes to mind when we're talking about cause and effect and God's plan versus God's will uh, versus what He knows of maybe is the last time I visited my younger brother, Clayton, um, who just holds a special place in my heart. But I visited him in college and he broke down in tears and just said, Lauren, one thing I've learned in this is that I'm so alone. I feel so alone. I can't, I don't understand. I don't. And it felt very, very much like he was blaming God. And I didn't know exactly what to say at the time except for I mean Clayton we're not alone we're so not alone I hope I hope that he can and I in that moment I hope that you can know that if anything this experience is showing us who's in control and who's in charge because our human decisions like you said cause and effect and can affect people in huge huge ways and it has this these decisions this situation has affected my whole family and my parents too um and just knowing that there is someone who knows there is Mm -hmm. someone who we can rely on and yeah it's just I'm excited to go back home and talk to him more about this after after talking with you Rochelle because Yeah, it is not in our control. It's not something that I believe God wanted for us and wanted us to experience, but he's allowing us to find joy and to grow from it and to grow stronger and to um, reap benefits from an impossible situation Mm -hmm. and be more more strong and be, I think my older sister is going to be an amazing nurse. She finishes in a few months and be able to connect with people in a way that maybe others with the experience wouldn't have. And Mm -hmm. my little sister, Kirsten, um, she's 15 and she wants to be a vet when she grows up. And I think she too will be able to recognize pain in people's lives when their, their pet is hurting. I just, I just, Want to continue to see joy and see opportunity in this, mm-hmm. which is not always easy. And mm-hmm. I am at a very clear moment right now, but there have been times that I've just been like, Are you kidding me, God? Like, what or why? Or, but we don't always know the answer, and we probably won't till we get to where we want to be when this is all over. And, right, yeah, just. One day at a time, one puzzle piece at a time and figuring out where can I, where can I see the joy today, God? And how can I give this to you today, God? Because I'm way too human to handle this.
0: And isn't that part of it really is our reliance on him. If we could do it all ourselves, we, mm-hmm. there we wouldn't feel the need for him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's part of um, that's part of like that faith journey or that faith walk or taking that leap of faith or however you want to term it. Mm-hmm. And we also talked about God not giving you more than you can handle. And we talked about how that is not biblical. that is a myth. God definitely allows you many times to have more than you can handle. And hopefully that allows us to just recognize our deep need for him and to lean in and to let him do what only he can do. I just like to throw that out there because mm-hmm. I people say that, and I always thought that too. And then recently I heard a whole thing on it, and I was like, that's right, of course he gives you more than you can add. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, I mean, we could all list the times mm-hmm. that we – have more than we can yeah. handle it. it's not so much that he gave us right. more it's just the circumstances of our lives or our choices yeah. or whatever it was well, and i
1: think oftentimes in this situation it's been like well god you must think i can handle a hell of a lot because today i'm feeling pretty weak here um, and pretty small and then the flip side to that has been having lots of conversations with god where i'm like well, okay, bring it on. What's it going to be today? Because there was that challenge yesterday and there was that thing the other time and this family stuff. And like, I think having that skewed perspective of like that God is the one giving these things or putting these things on my plate um, is not the right perspective. And oftentimes when I have those more angry chats with God, like a day later, I'm super humbled. I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. I... My perspective was not where it should have been. I should be relying on you. This isn't from you, God. I can handle this. I can with you. I can handle this. I can't do it alone. But yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And I like the image. Uh, I remember hearing a woman tell a story, and it was a, a very, a very tragic story of a time that she had been sexually. Um, accosted at at her college, and she wondered where God had been. You know, where were you? And she went through the, the angry thing. And one day, shortly thereafter, she felt compelled to draw a picture, and it ended up being somewhat of the scene, and then she drew Jesus in the corner, and he had tears running down his face. And so she felt like that was his way of saying, i was there and i was really sad mm-hmm. and so i picture that right now he is very sad for your parents he is very sad for your siblings he's right there with you in your sadness and he's he's ready and willing to embrace you all and help you move forward whatever that is going to look like and it's probably going to be a little different for each one of you mm-hmm. Yeah, there are hard things. There's no doubt about it, and we all have that. But again, we talked about there is, can be so much beauty. Like you talked about your mm-hmm. siblings and how God can make good out of, out of this. Mm-hmm. And he will. He will. And that's a, a promise. So in wrapping up, Lauren, I just want to say thank you because I admire you. I absolutely admire you.
1: That's so kind, but yeah. You're so humble. No, I just. You're so humble.
0: I admire your wisdom at 22, your perspective, your strength, your the things that I love in people authenticity, transparency, vulnerability.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Those things are real. And I am drawn to people that embody that and are interested in. Bringing that out into the world because, in my opinion, we we just need so much more of that, don't we?
1: Yeah, so much more of that. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So thank you yeah. so absolutely. much for being willing to be all those things. And I'd I like to end each episode with a blessing. Would you, would you like to uh, bless everybody, or would, would would you not feel comfortable? i'm totally putting you on the spot. oh tell you no, that's fine. That.
1: Absolutely. Okay. Thank you. My conversations with God are pretty casual, so I'm just going to keep it like yes, that. You love it. Hey God, <laughs> heavenly daddy, sometimes yeah. um we are so grateful for giving us joyful struggle and painful struggle. And I pray that by being vulnerable and willing to be open about the the challenging struggles in my life other people can find you in those struggles too and learn to to hear your voice and to see that you are on your knees with your arms wide open because I, yeah, I feel like a scared little girl most of the time in all of this. And the times that I can feel your presence near with your arms wide open – And I know that I have a heavenly daddy to run to. Those are the times that I feel the most strength. And I hope that by yeah, just being open, other people can find that too. Because it's not easy and I don't have all the answers. And some days I'm really angry with you, God. But Mm -hmm. I know that you can handle it. So thank you for handling it. And I hope other people can see that too. In your name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Well, thank you because you really hit it there in the prayer. And that is it. And I meant to say it earlier. He really can handle that because it's not any surprise what's in your heart and what you're feeling. You're just, you're claiming and proclaiming what he already knows you feel anyway. And that's intimacy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, David did it like as beautifully as anybody could. And so... He was a man after God's own heart. And so here you are, a young woman after God's own heart. And again, thank you. You are an inspiration. Wasn't Lauren something? I hope you got as much from her as I did. An impressive young woman who exemplifies being unbashed. She is herself without apology. I hope the same for you. And for me, too. Hey, we're still working out some sound issues, and we promise to improve the quality moving forward in future episodes. Your time and support are greatly valued, as you have many choices before you each day. Thanks for choosing Unabashed You. You're invited to be part of the conversation. You can find our website at unabashedu.com. The blog page will serve as show notes and offer additional insights. Check out our FAQ page, or you can email us at unabashedu at gmail.com. I am delighted to go on this adventure with you. Thanks again to our guest, Lauren, and also to Zoo People for the music. Now go be unabashed, be you.